this is a little bit awkward here. My piano view on high voltage is actually a family member. It might be the only time a family member might come on, who knows, unless the cousins, and I have no idea where they are, they're all spread out throughout the United States, or one of my parents, in which I'm not sure they are going to be great with interviews, nor I'm not sure they want to be interviewed. But I got my sister here, here today. She's talk, going to talk about her experiences in D.C. A little bit political talk, not necessarily like anything down to like the nitty-gritty, but she worked in the Capitol, you know, like firsthand, behind the scenes with, with all that. But I just thought it was a, a great experience. Anyone that likes the concept of politics or is curious about it, they they follow it a little bit that they you know might want to hear what uh what she has to say so without further ado let me let her introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about who you are what we need to know about you and thanks for coming on today hi i am double <laughs> sister i worked as a capitol hill intern for a summer in college and yeah gonna talk about I guess my time in DC and like in the political sphere okay since uh you didn't give us like much there I'll phrase it this way if you could describe yourself to to the audience for us how would you do so in three words (laughs) I would say friendly outgoing and balanced like a Libra so you so okay I did uh, that's right and I would I definitely (laughs) say a little bit as uh, as context because you know the, the the brother sister dynamic that sometimes you're friendly sometimes friendly to most to most yeah because uh, obviously in, in this family we like to uh, to bust each other a little bit and and uh it, it, yeah i mean you know like we she says mean stuff i say mean stuff we all say mean stuff you know and just like uh, that's i guess how italian greeks are and you know you just uh we don't take it personally you know and uh but yeah no thank you for sharing that it seems for the, for the most part in the position in which that you know that you 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 want to talk about it because I know that when talking about yourself, you kind of, you know, you get a little bit queasy and, you know, you don't necessarily like talking about that yourself. That is not true. Well, I mean, when it comes to, I don't mind talking about myself, but, and you're definitely someone that doesn't want, like to gloat or someone that, you know, that doesn't necessarily have like a high ego. But I do definitely think like, uh, and just, and, you, and I tell you this all the time, you got to have more confidence, you know. But point is, is that, so when it comes to the particular position, working in DC, working on Capitol Hill, what, what made you interested in this particular position? Like, what, what really stood out, and, and why did you want to try working there? Well, I was a sophomore in college, and everyone around me was, like, talking about summer internships, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, so true. I should start thinking about summer internships, and it was, like, March or April, and I was like, what are some things that are kind of up my alley that I would be interested in slash that I would be like a good fit for for the summertime Um, and I study philosophy politics and economics and I was previously doing that with like a focus on like government and whatnot I don't know if I'm going to do that anymore Mm -hmm. and I'm like technically a pre-law student I want to go to law school in the future Um, but there's not a lot of pre-law internships for undergrads law firms tend to hire like law students so that they can actually give them like responsibilities and stuff and they actually kind of know what they're doing because they are going to school to study the law so I was like what other like route could I look into as opposed to like the law one because there's just not enough opportunities like if any opportunities in the law route unless you like have connections and like know certain people um, who are Mm -hmm. willing to like take a chance on you and a lot of students like myself tend to look into like politics 
and like look at I guess legal things from that lens and I just went on the internet and looked up my house rep and she had internship applications open so I applied as like a legislative intern um, because I thought that that was kind of like a good mix of like the the government like the the political science stuff um also with like the legal stuff that I liked so yeah I wasn't like too it wasn't like something that I had like foreseen I wasn't like oh I really want to work in DC like I know some kids really want to work in DC and they really want to work in politics and they want to work on the hill or they are interested in lobbying it wasn't really like that for me it was more so like oh like this is a good opportunity and it makes sense for like what I study and like what I want to do in the future it wasn't ever like a a long-term goal I would say you you would you admit that it's more so like to, to get on the on the resume, you know, that you weren't gonna be slouching around and you, you wanted something within the law that's like, Oh yeah, she she definitely has a good like you're gonna go for it, you know, like you'd like and and, not, and and I know necessarily I know you probably wish that you and you prefer to work in a law firm, but at the same time, like I mean, like when it comes to working with, with law and politics, you you had to, you felt like you had to get something on the resume, right? Like your first well, step. I like just didn't want to do nothing over the summer, and yeah. I felt like I was I had kind of outgrown like the ice cream shop summer jobs, and like mm-hmm. that's fine. Like I had jobs like that in like high school and like freshman year of college, but I was like, okay, like I could be doing more with this time, especially like as a college student like that's kind of the time to do internships and like figure out what you like and don't like and now I like have realized that I don't really like politics and I never really saw myself doing pol- like in politics anyway um but I just think like now's the time to like do things and like live in different cities and like try different industries and stuff because mm-hmm. it's like I don't have like a co-op program for example sure or anything like that so it's like you do it in the summer to kind of figure out what you want to do. And so, like, yes, like, I was conscious of, like, I should probably start doing things for my resume, but it was more like I don't want to do nothing. I want to, like, do something productive so I can, like, figure out. Yeah, no, and you're, and trust me, you're, you're not the only one. I do not like politics either. And at least it's good that you were experimenting, right? And I, and I tell people, too, like, you got to experiment. You got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to get a better understanding of yourself because if you never try that, then – you wouldn't know today that whether or not you, you like politics, the fact that you wouldn't have worked there in this scenario. But and we and we talked about this a little bit, a little bit segue into a different question. But for those that they should know, and, and again, like I said, we talked about it. Like, what is the affiliation between law and politics for they for those who haven't thought about it, for those that that don't really know? Well, just like the like congress is like our legislative bodies to like they're writing the laws um so like as an intern for example over the summer like they work over the summer and they still have like session over the summer so they're introducing like laws bills like they're refining things like laws that have already been passed so i just thought it was like like the perspective of like laws coming into form they don't i don't it's not so like they're not like introducing and writing like law and order laws like oh like murder will be tried in this way like that's not so much like what they're doing on the daily it's more so like a lot of it is like budgets or what was happening over the summer certain just like like a lot of talk about like healthcare and like public programs and like environmental protections like stuff like that like but 
they're the people who are like right like introducing and like debating about the laws that they want to be passed um and like they're the people who are like bringing them to be mm-hmm. so i just like thought that was interesting going back to the position now i know you're not necessarily the one you know that made the decision oh yes we we, we want to hire her why you th- like what qualifications do you think made you get the position that you did in dc so the application was basically like resume, cover letter, writing sample, and references. And there was an interview. Um, and I'm like from the district that I was applying. Like everyone lives in a congressional district. A lot of people don't know this. They just like know their senators. Everyone has like a local congressperson that represents them. And I'm like from the district, like raised here, like don't go to school it's super far away. So I like connected a lot to that. And I think like that helped because I can like relate to like one the constituents and like I kind of understand like the political like feelings in this area and also like the things that people like want to see changed like want to see done I go to an Ivy League school so that definitely helps because they like to have like I don't think that I don't think it's a conscious thing that they like to have like named schools but I think it's like a subconscious thing that definitely helps and then I would also just like I talked a lot about like my extracurricular involvements and like leadership at school and I do like a bunch of like international affairs stuff and I was like on board for like pre-law society like this volunteer debate we have a it's called it's like a thing where you just like you volunteer in in schools Mm -hmm. and teach debate and I was like on board for that when I would like tutor and like I was just like involved in like specific things that like I was interested in talking like I liked talking about and like I could talk a lot about like ways that I was like a leader in those things I guess in a sense but then they also ask you about like I guess specific things that relate to the congressperson like what that they stand for that like you're interested in like issue areas so like my congressperson was like really into like child advocacy and like women's rights and like stuff like that and like they ask you questions about that and so if you can have like you know like if you can actually like connect and like relate to them instead of just being like I'm here because like I want to be here it's like someone who you can actually relate to and also my congressperson was like previously a lawyer and she's like obviously from the area and so like I just saw a lot of like parallels between like myself and like what she has done in her career and her life and stuff and so like mm-hmm. I just felt like I related and I also think it, it helps to be like nice when you're <laughs> to the person you're interviewing I just think like sometimes it helps you get along yeah no no definitely now getting now more so like so that's like the process before it and, and, and with every job you know you, you can't just like immediately just start the job you gotta go through you gotta see what's available gotta go through the interview process but now going into the job what what, what did you expect um I don't think I had any expectations really I was kind of just like I kind of went in like blind like I didn't like look up any hill turn like YouTube documentaries about I'm sure like people make YouTube videos about it I kind of was just like I'm here to have fun here to learn Um, I thought I would see the congresswoman a lot more than I did she was just like whenever she was in DC like every like this is this is standard it's like you have like session weeks you're in DC and then out of session weeks you're in the district and like typically on the weekends they're also in the district but what that means is like usually when they're in DC they're just like running a mile a minute or not a mile a minute a million miles a minute and they're just like busy like all over the place and so like they're really like not in the office that much so you don't really get to see them I mean unless you have like a congressperson who's like not on any like committees or 
involved in any hearings or stuff but like she was on a bunch of um like big committees um, so she was always like at hearings or at briefings and like or like stuff like that so she was I think that was one thing that I expected I thought she would like actually be working in the office more but she had like a million places to be every day when she was in DC. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. It seems like when it com- when it comes down to it, no matter what your title is, it seems like a lot. Like they're very busy, you know. Like and we don't typically see them as that because like we see them on TV, you know. Like and and it's, it seems like oh yeah, oh they should be doing better, you know. Like and, and and then politics get involved, but like we we don't typically think about committees that much. It seems like everybody's at least on one committee, and so like that's definitely very insightful that. Even though with this person, she's very busy, can't imagine that everybody, and maybe if not, then maybe 95% of people who work, whether in Congress or the Senate or staffers, whatever, that that they're all very busy, you know, that they're always doing something, and that when it comes down to it, it's probably a little bit hard with their personal lives and trying to make some free time and, and going to their families, you know, wherever may have you. But now going a little bit more into, like, the work that, that you did, any, anything you're, that you're allowed to share with us, like, what, what did you, like, really, like, do, you know? Like, and, and I know it's vague when it comes to, like, an intern, whatever, but, like, just just give us a little bit of insight about the things that, that, that they made you do and, and the things that, you know, that, that you might have helped out with, anything in that regard. Um, I think this is standard across, like, all congressional offices, basically, but the interns are like the first point of communication between the the DC offices. I mean, all the offices technically, and like the constituency. So what that means is like you answer the phones. A lot of people don't think about this, but you can call your congressional office. Mm-hmm. I had no whether idea. it be like if you are having an issue with like Social Security or like Medicare or like a government agency, like a one of those like federal bodies like that. Or if you just, like, want to share, like, a political opinion, like, if there's a big vote coming, like, when they were voting on, when they were voting on the um, Protecting Our Kids Act, which is about guns over the summer, we would get a lot of phone calls, like, saying, like, we urge the congresswoman to vote no, we urge the congresswoman to vote yes, like, vice versa. Some people would, like, give an explanation, some people wouldn't, some people would call as, like, a part of a, like, I guess, political, like, not necessarily like lobbying groups, but like a lot of like political or, or not necessarily even political organizations, just like organizations that like had strong feelings towards like one towards an issue would like, I guess, kind of mobilize. And like we would get like 30 calls in a day from like the same group hmm. um, and they would just be like vote yes on bill or HR. I don't know what the number was. 1800. I think it actually may have been 1800 um, protecting our kids act, whatever, for example. And so, like, you'll answer the phone. Sometimes people have questions about, like, the congresswoman's, like, stance on something. And so then we would, like, talk about that. Some people would call really angry. And they would just want to, like, yell and fight and say mean things. And then we would also kind of, like, do the same thing over email. So people would send in, like, campaigns. They would, their call, we, we, we would call them. And they would be like, please, like, vote on this thing. And then we would, like, write a letter response kind of like explaining the congresswoman's like stance on that thing so like if she had already voted on it we would explain like she voted say yes for example and she's voted yes on a number of like similar bills that have like the same goal in mind so if it's like if there's an environmental bill like up for vote like protecting like conservation site or something and they're like please vote yes on this we would be like okay like we'll pass that message along um also she's voted yes on a number of these other bills that kind of like support the same thing like she believes in like supporting like environment like you know like that kind of thing it's kind Mm -hmm. of just like 
explaining like her stance and like where she has stood before on similar issues. We would also go to like hearings and briefings sometimes and like write notes for the staffer. So like if the the staffer for youth issues like couldn't make like the foster youth briefing, one of us would go and like take notes and like write her a memo saying like this is what was discussed in the briefing, like this is what this organization like wants from Congress, like here are the issues that like they see with the current foster youth system and like what they would like to be done and like they're pushing this bill already and like they're looking for support on this bill that's trying to address like these issues that they see and then we would like send them the memo that was pretty much like the gist of it um well let me let me answer this question like and i know it may seem like small stuff you know but as i typically say and sometimes you that you know small things can add up really quickly that when it comes to the work that that you did as an intern do you did you at least view it as like I'm doing something important. Like, did you have that regard? Like, if if, if no one did this, then maybe if someone would have would have been like, you know, mad or would have been inefficient. Like, uh, it led to something. Like, it had to be done. Like, did you, did you at least view your work as important? I liked the like phone call aspect of it. I guess um, because like people want to feel connected to their politicians. Like, your representatives are supposed to represent you, and it's just really not possible for like. The politicians themselves to answer the phones and answer the emails or even their staffers because like if you think about like a congressional office like there's like usually like 10 staffers or something and they cover like like 40 issue areas or something so they're like always working on different things and it's super busy and they're trying to get the congressman from point a to point b and like writing bills and like doing their own phone calls and emails and stuff so it's like really not possible for them to actually like talk to the constituents and so like sometimes like people would call in and have like genuine questions like could you please like explain to me this thing that's going on because like I, I see it on the news and like I don't understand like I don't know what the congresswoman's gonna vote um which we can never say like how she was gonna vote we would usually just explain like their stance mm. on the issue as opposed to saying like yes like she's definitely voting yes because like you can't like make definitive claims like that also like people would call in about like medicare checks or not medicare checks like Medicare coverage, social security checks, like stuff like that, passports, those are things that your congressional office can help you with. So sometimes like people call as like a last resort, they don't know who else to turn to. And so like if you're able to direct them to the right resources, which is usually just the district office who handles like all of those things. And I think that's pretty standard across congressional offices too. It's like DC handles legislation and local district offices handle like constituent like support and like those sorts of issues with federal agencies but if you can like direct them to the right resources and then they end up like getting help like if people are stuck in another country and like their passport like there's just like all that sorts of stuff all those sorts of things and someone's got to do it someone's got to answer the phone Mm -hmm. did you end up like like liking like what you did or did you at least like say to yourself even if i don't like i'm still doing some important work like like you just said someone someone has to do it like it's not I, I guess when it comes down to it, I mean you could always say like no one really likes their job you know no one really likes their work but at the, at the same time like we're talking about democracy here what we're talking about here is for the people right and we're talking about people and and positive and the system like did you at least whether or not you you like your work and I'm still curious if, if, if you did the fact that you know like it's it, it would open my eyes a lot to like things I, I, de- I didn't even know you could call you know uh, your your congressional office did, did you at least like 
like working there did you like what you do like whether you like it or not like just give me a little bit of a gist in that regard um I loved my office everyone in the office was so cool so friendly it was like mostly women so it was like kind of just fun to hang out Mm -hmm. so like that was like a cool environment to be in and then we just like got to see a lot of cool things like just being able to go into the capital like interns get like capital badges because we give tours and stuff too so like learning about like the history of the capital is really cool and then giving tours to constituents that's another thing that a lot of people don't know about if you want to go to the capital or the white house it's free contact your your representative and either your congressional office will take you on a tour so like a staffer or an intern from your congressional office will give you a tour of the capital or they would like schedule a tour for you but so we're like tour trained so, like, I got to, like, know, like, the history of, like, all the rooms in the Capitol building, but also, like, be able to walk through them. So, like, that was really cool. It's just, like, a cool, like, environment to work in. Like, every day you, like, walk to the office building and, like, you see the Capitol Dome and, like, you can see the monuments from east or what, I don't know. Um, you see the dome and then you see the monuments and it's just, like, it's just cool. So, it was, like, a definitely a good experience. I didn't, like, love being on the phone and, like, talking to people all day. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the people who call are, like, mean and angry and, like, just want to be heard about that one. but like some people like when you get a nice one like they're great you kind of touched on it a little bit that you know with like the workplace environment i was about to ask like like was it different from any other workplace environment like give me the said the, the sense with that like you just were talking about your coworkers. what about like the the culture a little bit or just however you think of, of a workplace environment do you think of like any dip any other workplace and we're talking about like typical places like you you borrow like an ice cream shop earlier like in that regard, like comparing some a place that people usually work at compared to working at the Capitol, like was it really any different? I guess maybe you would just talk about like you know, like there's a lot of history to it and, and there's a lot of cool sites to see. But like in terms of like just working and, and the the culture and like and of course you have a boss, you know, like and and all facets of working for a company and that's and not necessarily you're working for a company, but you're still working. Like give me like that aspect of it. Like was it really like any? Was it really any different, or is it just like we're, we're just? Uh, is it just like the setting and just being around as much history as you mentioned earlier? Well, I would say every office is different. Like every office is kind of known to have its own like work culture. Like there isn't like a a uniform like work culture across like all of the house offices, for example. And like I know like house offices and senate offices are known to be like different in terms of culture, like on more of a macro scale, but even. And, like, just within the house, like, every office is kind of different. I mean, it's different from, like, a regular work environment, just, like, the work that you do. Mm -hmm. The staffers are, like, working on bills and, like, researching, like, policy. And, like, the interns are talking to people about, like, it's all just, like, policy-focused. And there's, like, a lot of, like, fun, like, free events that you can go to. Like, people will come lobby Congress and then they'll have, like, a talk with, like, lunch, for example. Like, Like, Coinbase came to lobby congress or no i think they were there because they were like they had to testify at a hearing for something i don't know i don't think it was like good for them that they were there they put on like like a little like crypto 101 briefing and they gave out like merch and food and stuff so like that's something fun that you can like there's like a lot of like different people coming in like the peace corps was there and they were like trying to get people to like sign up so there's like you get exposure to a lot of like different groups that like you wouldn't and like another setting um, also, like, there's people from, like, literally all across the country, like, even just, like, within one congressional office, like, like, I was local to the district, but, like, the chief of staff was from, like, across the country, and, like, this other person was from, like, like, people from, like, all across, like, different states, like, different places, mm-hmm. 
and like I think that's true to DC also like in DC like everyone's from somewhere else my office was like I would say pretty chill just in the sense like if there wasn't work to do like you didn't have to like stay until five just because like I know my friend was working in an office down the hall and like the interns were there from nine to six on session days like regardless of whether or not they had work to do so if it was like a slow day or like there wasn't like anything happening on the floor and there was really no reason for us to be there they would like send the interns home and sometimes they would close the office early like just because like why work if you're not actually going to work Mm -hmm. and so I think like they were just the, the office culture in my office was like they were like very much like a family and they were all like friends and they liked being around each other and it wasn't like like work for the sake of working it was like work for the sake of being productive and like there were days that I know like the staffers were there from like 8 a.m to like 7 p.m or later but like I think they were like kind of good at like the balance thing and like so basically like the difference I, I would uh, like summarize is like there's a lot going on there's a lot of people you're like not necessarily interacting with but like you're going by you know a lot of people at the capital and then of course you know you don't know who's going to be there or what's going to happen you know but other than that like the, the culture seems like especially within your office seems like I would I would describe it as some other offices especially when it comes to small businesses so that's really good and it seems like you you, uh, you worked at a very out of all the offices you could have worked at a very good one uh, so I'm, ha- I'm happy to hear that. But what about now? And you, and you opened my eyes a little bit again, like with with a lot of things that you said. But like when it comes to to you, and how did the experience open your eyes for you? Um, one thing that I think nobody really knows about that I think is kind of important to recognize is like government workers. I don't. I can't speak for all government workers, but I mean like public servants in Congress, like congressional staffers, make like no money. To put it nicely, like. Mm-hmm my staff assistant who that's like kind of like the first level that you start in it's like you work as a staff assistant in an office and like you're kind of like kind of like a correspondent like secretary like but I don't want to say secretary because like they do like so much like they write like a ton of letters they just like do like all of the organizational stuff and like the administrative stuff and like a lot of the times they also do like legislative stuff too and like they write like letters and like like, they do a lot of research and writing, too, so they, they kind of have to do everything and know everything. Like, a lot of the times, they work, like, like 8 a.m. to, like, 6 p.m., like, on a regular, if not later. Like, sometimes, like, literally, like, 8 to 7 or 8 to 6.30, like, as, like, a standard thing for them to do. A lot of the times, they also have to schedule for the congressperson, which is a ton of work. So, like, they work a lot, but they are literally on salary. They don't get paid overtime, and just, like, the standard, like amount that they're paid is just like I don't think it's enough especially to live in DC and like pay for food DC is extremely expensive DC is like getting as expensive as New York people say I don't really know ah that stinks DC is like super expensive as like a place to live standard of living is really high but like the people who are like working in congressional offices are making like lower than the median salary in the US I think the median is like 60 they make like way less than that um, I think, like, a lot of staff assistants, like, standard is, like, 40K or something. Mm. And so, like, to work, like, I don't know, like, 10 hours a day every single day and to also have to, like, pay for rent in D.C. and, like, food and all that, it's, like, kind of impossible without, like, someone else, like, supporting you. So it's kind of hard, I think, for – I think that's why there's so much movement in congressional offices. That's another thing that I wanted to say is, like, everyone's really young who works on the Hill – there's no one I don't think there's like anyone who's like over like 26 unless they have like a like an upper like chief or like legislative director position everyone kind of gets out by the time they're like 25 26 and like a lot of staffers that like I've spoken to have just kind of said like 
it's not like realistic to like want to like own a home and like start a family and like also still be able to work in like a, a congressional office and like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are kind of like torn between like yeah like I like what I do and I think like what I do is important and like working in like a public servant position like this you like do a lot for like the constituency and like for a lot of the people who work in the offices like they are for they are from the place like the district that they work like for and so it's like it's like rewarding and important job but they're like is it so wrong that like I want to be able to like buy a house like if I want to be able to buy a house like I have to leave this like it's not realistic for me to work this job and so I think like people don't realize how like I guess the budget for for congressional staffers is like kind of small I mean they're starting to unionize some of the offices that's good a small number of them I think like AOC's office and another like two or three offices have like started to unionize because it's like really not livable I mean it I don't want to say it's not livable. It's, like, not fair. And, like, even just, like, for interns, for example, like, most intern office, like, most interns are unpaid. Some interns get, like, a stipend in the house, but the stipend, if you, like, do the division, comes out to, like, $3 an hour or something. Some of the Senate offices pay hourly. Some of them pay, like, a larger stipend. But some Senate offices don't pay interns at all either. So I think that's something that people aren't aware of when they're talking about, like, politicians and, like, politics and stuff, it's, like, Mm -hmm. you know how much the politicians make, and people get, like, upset at how much the politicians make. A lot of the times they're, like, they do nothing, and they make all this money, but, like, the people who are behind them, who are, like, doing all the organization, like, all of the research, and, like, taking all of the meetings, and, like, meeting with all the interest groups and lobbyists and stuff, like, they are working, like, 10, 12-hour days a lot of the time, and they're making, like, below the national average, so Mm there's something to think about. Yeah, definitely, and, and 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 I mean, when it comes down to it, like with with any other company, there's a lot of movement going on with like, oh, we should have interns being paid, you know. And I know you not talk about just interns, but I I can't agree more, especially when when you said the word unfair that they're doing a lot of work, and I don't want to say like who's doing more of it. Is it the person in Congress or is it their staff? Because I don't know how exactly how to put a number on it, but yeah, I mean, if they're doing a lot of work, then yeah, I, I can't imagine that they're not being paid at all or not being paid that much and that's it's just it's a sad it's a sad reality that i hope changes uh, i think it- it's just like it's interesting because you would think we want the smartest people like the best people like the most capable people of course to be like the ones who are like working these government jobs and like running the country like in theory mm-hmm. but if you're not going to pay the best people like their value then they're not going to take those jobs. So, like, the smartest people are going to be taking, like, private sector jobs. Like, it just makes sense. Like, why would I work below my value? Mm-hmm. And so, like, the people who, like, have to work, who, like, work on the Hill, like, a lot of the times they, like, have to be, like, they have to get, like, support from other places or, like, like bartend at night or whatever because it's just, like, to, like, meet that value. Yeah. You know, like, and so it, I just don't think it makes any sense to, like, not be paying the people who are, like, running the country, like, as much as you would pay, like, I don't know, like, a banker or something. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, actually adding value to, like, the nation, like, how it's run. Do you think it's potentially because, like, oh, it's the government. You know, you're doing your patriotic duty. Like, you're you're helping the people. You are the people of, of the United States. Like, do you think, like, there's money taken off? Because you're not necessarily doing it for the money. You're doing it because, like, you you live in this country. You, you, you love this country. You're doing what's best for this country. Do you think, like, is that the argument for not paint them a lot like there's gotta be a reason for it i think it's like kind of the same argument with like the military it's like well there's oh, al- yeah. there's always going to be people to do it like because people like 
there's always going to be someone who wants this opportunity or like who needs this opportunity or who's like inspired by this opportunity and like there's always those kids who are like oh I can like change the world and like change the country or whatever so like they will take it but like I just don't like it's that comes with the understanding that like those people are going to leave in a couple years because like they are going to find better jobs and they are going to like find better pay and stuff like that but I think it 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 probably mostly comes down to just like how they do the budget like they spend like trillions of dollars on like the military and like just like other like rent there's like a lot of random things in the budget that you wouldn't think of and like the people who are like making the budget are the congress people like the politicians and like those people by profession are like lawyers and politicians like none of them are like business or like business people are like economists or whatever and so when you think about who's doing like the budget breakdown I guess it makes sense of like what they're spending money on like they can vote to raise their own salary like they kind of like write the bills of like where the money goes and there's always like a huge debate over like budget bills are always like super hot topics and we had like a big budget bill passed in August I want to say and like that was a super hot topic because it was like a lot of spending like defense spending but also like a lot of like climate spending or climate change prevention spending. I don't know. There was like there's always debate over the budget and like I think like the red and the blue have different priorities of like where the money goes and so I just think like like if you look at the staffers and like the government workers are being paid off the government budget like the fiscal. So like maybe we should <laughs> think about them more when we're making those bills. I don't know. But I think they they have an under, they know that like there's always going to be people to do it and like there already is a revolving door. So like there's not like a shortage of labor anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And now going on to the politician aspect a little bit. I just wanted to ask one question because I did an episode saying that like when, when it comes down to celebrities, when it comes to athletes and even politicians, like we hold them in such like a high regard in terms of like, oh, they're famous. We can recognize them, you know, whatever. It doesn't mean that they're they're not human beings. Like, I mean, it, we're all human beings. We're, we all are part of a family. We all have a job, you know, like we all have our personality and our characteristics, you know, whatever. We shouldn't really treat them any differently. Nonetheless, people in society, we do. Like, if we see AOC, like, oh, my God, you know, like, she's over there. Like, like, I mean, she's she's just minding her own business. You're minding her own business, you know, whatever. But, like, when it comes down to it, and, and I'm not sure if you're going to say like, anything shocking or you might just agree with me that how were politicians, at least the ones that you interacted with in, in, in D.C.? Like, w- were they human beings or were they, like, did they meet a certain stereotype that you were thinking? Like, give us, a, like, a little bit of, uh, of the scoop with that. They were all very nice. Hmm. Like, everyone who I met was super nice. I guarantee there's someone out there saying, like, oh, I totally disagree with that, you know? Like, there's no way. Like, my congressman was really nice. Like, all of the congresspeople who were in our hallway were super nice. Mm -hmm. They loved talking to interns, like, Mm -hmm. because they're like, oh, the interns are the future. I saw, like, Chip Roy, I think his name is, like, a million and one times, like, through the hallways. He would always just, like, I saw him in the elevators, the hallways, whatever. He's, like, super conservative on judiciary i think he's on i saw him all the time like some people like always walk with an like not necessarily an entourage but some some reps always have like a person with them hmm. so i thought it was interesting that like he was always every time i saw him he was alone i saw aoc a couple times she was nice she was happy she was friendly did, did you talk to, to some of that or were you just like like you were just they were, they were cordial you know you weren't in the interaction but you could tell by the interaction um, they were having with someone else the only ones i met were i think I met Jim McGovern, who was chair of the Rules Committee. He was really nice, nice guy from Massachusetts, super friendly. 
Madeline Dean, love her, just like like people that my congresswoman like worked with, like we oh, yeah. we would like mm-hmm. see frequently, so or like in the hall and stuff. But I feel like everyone who you, you spoke to was like super nice. Interesting, and 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 so now let's get now you were talking about D- DC a, a little bit, and I have kind of like a, a question based on I saw something on on YouTube not that long ago. But when it comes to DC, and and you had no choice but to live there because I mean you couldn't commute from from your where you are. It would take like what at least two hours in the traffic there. I can't imagine. DC traffic is horrendous. Yeah, no, I, I can't even imagine. What was living in D- DC like? The fact that you you also did that as part of your job. I think DC is a really good city for young people. There's a lot to do and there's like a lot of free things. So like if you're into like history or like art or whatever, like the Smithsonian Museum system is completely free. Like all the, I think like all the museums on the National Mall are free, like the National Art Gallery. Like there's a lot of like things weekend like day activities to do for free. Like if you don't want to just like do your normal things, like if you just like want to go see the monuments, like obviously free, like Smithsonian Museum, like the Rhinewick, I think, is free. Is that what it's called? The Renwick? Um, there's, like, a lot of, like, free things, like, free concerts and, like, stuff like that. Like, there's always, like, events going on. There's also, like, a huge, like, restaurant scene. Oh, like, yeah. brunch mm-hmm. is really big in D.C. Like, everywhere does bottomless brunch. And, like, there's, like, huge, like, there's just, like, a lot of, like, restaurants. It's, like, a big, like, food scene. I loved Georgetown. Not oh, the yeah, school. The city, because it's just, like, old and, like, quaint and cute, and there's, like, shops, and there's, like, a riverfront, and there's, like, a lot of restaurants there, too, but, like, as a place, I, like, don't think I would ever want to live there again. I just, like, don't love, like, the city vibe. Like, I feel like D.C., like, lacks character and, like, kind of, like, lacks soul. It's, like, Hmm. it's one of those, like, man-made, like, not man, I mean, obviously it's man-made. It's one of those capitals that was created for the sake of being a capital, so they kind of, like, forced a city to be built around it. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, like, nobody, there's no one who's, like, really from D.C. Like, people who say they're from D.C. are from, like, Virginia or, like, Maryland. And, like, it's everyone's kind of, like, there's a lot of movement in and out of D.C. too. Like people move yeah. to D.C. for for this and then like they leave or like everyone's kind of from somewhere else. And so there's no like city culture where like New York, there's like definitely like a city culture. And like people are very proud to be from New York because like there's just something about like living in that city. And like there's like a commonality between all those people and like Philadelphia, like Philadelphia has like its charm. Like people are really proud to be from Philadelphia. And like it has its own like city character. And like you can like tell like philly kind of has like a soul and like new york kind of has like a soul like there's like an essence to it like dc doesn't have that in my opinion like dc is very like very networky so like you go out and it's like add me on linkedin or like what are your future plans like stuff like that and i feel like people are everyone's kind of there to like network and like build connections and stuff like that which is fine and it makes sense like in that in that context but it's like i don't know that's another reason i guess it kind of lacks like basically a stepping stone yeah now going back to uh now, now actually like you living there you talked about how how tough it was the, like if someone were to rent and you know the financial situation like did you ever like feel like the brunt of that and you had to like spend a little bit like less money like did you have to like keep your own budget because i mean you weren't making that much of any and then the fact that it's high standard of living like you said earlier like how was like the financial part of it for, for you personally and how did like that affect like and you enjoying yourself and, and, and going out like an, or wanting to but you really couldn't you know and all that I lived kind of like farther away from everything like I lived like very close to the Maryland border which is like the farther away you go from the capital the cheaper it gets but I will say like DC is good because 
there's a really great metro system so you don't have to like and like there's also a really great bus system and there's like bus stops everywhere there's metro stops like dc is very small if you think about it it the way people talk about it it sounds big but it's really not that big so like metro stops are always close and like there's bus stops like everywhere so you don't have to spend a lot of money on like getting from point a to point b like ubers or like gas or anything like that so like that was good and i like lived a little bit farther away from things so like that was also cheaper but I feel like food was expensive. Like, everything was just, like, more expensive there. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, fortunate enough to have, like, parents at this age who would, like, still help me. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, that's not necessarily the case for people who are, like, living, working in D.C. full-time, like, out of college, like, off the parents, like, dime, you know? I didn't mention this yet, but, like, definitely you should take a tour to the Capitol building. Just, you gotta go online, you gotta schedule it properly, you know, where you can't just, like, show up. Uh, without scheduling anything but also visiting dc there's definitely a lot there i I love history i always say that and there's definitely a lot to see but when it comes down to it what i will say is that now you might have to help me out here a little bit when it came to dc and 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 the capital what was it maryland or was it virginia like who sacrificed their territory so that the capital was made do you remember it was one it's one of the two states i think they carved it out of virginia Virginia. But it's, like, it's in between. So, like, it's between, like, rivers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the only reason I bring that is because it leads to uh, a, a YouTube video that I saw in which it described the whole history of, of D.C., it described the whole history of the Capitol. Like, it wasn't, like, it, it, it's not, like, its own place. They had to, Virginia had to sacrifice some land, Maryland sacrificed some land, and, and then one of, uh, one of those states, like, took it back. I think it might have been Virginia. It might have been Maryland, I, I don't they remember. They always say D.C. was built on a swamp, which some people say that's a myth. Some people say that's true. I don't know. The, the climate there is definitely swampy, <laughs> super humid, super disgusting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's, like, debate over whether or not, like, D.C. was actually a swamp. But, like, that's kind of, like, the common the way people talk about it. Yeah, and, and, and definitely with which is how you describe D.C., very insightful. But and, and I know you weren't there long enough to, like, get a hold of, like, dc politics but in general i mean we always hear the ter- the, the phrase taxation without representation uh, and the youtube i saw essentially just was asking this question like why you know dc can't really be a state well like as someone that you know that, that, that lives where you are and you are like you know obviously you are american like what's your thoughts on dc potentially becoming a state you know like I, like we are i think they have uh i, I think they a vote was passed uh, like not that long ago like maybe like six or seven years ago that like th- they can they can hold three electoral college votes but they still you know don't have a senator when it comes down to like statehood what, what what's your views on, on that where and i know you again you don't necessarily like live in dc i know you were not there for that long but like in general as you were as you are american like the 51st state of the united states can it be dc well i misspoke i think it was actually carved out of maryland if just based off of looking at a map between mm-hmm before the Virginia border, the river. Um, because I think the video said, like, both Virginia and Maryland sacrificed land, and, and then something along the lines like, oh, we don't need this much land, or Virginia wanted it back, or something like that. And I think Virginia's the one that, that took it back. That makes sense, because D.C. ends where the river border is. Mm-hmm. Like, to before you cross Virginia, there's, like, a river. It's it's interesting. The, the history of it is interesting. It was, like, two states, like, sacrificed. Yes, this is going to be the new capital, and then, obviously, I forget what happened. Or the but Potomac the, is what I should be saying. And then the one, one takes it back. But, but go um, on. But, I don't know because I think they get a delegate, like they get like someone, one person in Congress in the House floor, like to be considered a delegate. Like 
in the same way that like Puerto Rico and like all of those American islands, like the islands that America owns, like they get like a delegate. They just don't get like they're just not considered like a state, but they still kind of like have a rep in a sense. Mm -hmm. Before I would have been like, yes, like D.C. should be a state like they should have permanent representation. But like it's so small and it's basically like Virginia or no, it's basically Maryland. So I don't know if it's like super necessary. And like I feel like there are never like permanent residents. I mean, there are permanent residents there. Like there are people who have families in D.C. And so it's like is unfair for them if they have to follow like, the D.C. like tax scheme. And they're, like, not afforded, like, a permanent representative. But, like, I don't really know. funny part is that its population is bigger than, I don't know how many states, but if you meet, and, and I don't think it's combined, but, like, you know, Wyoming doesn't have that many people. Montana doesn't have yeah. that many people. You know, so, like, in that way, you talk about a very small area, but at the same time, it holds a lot of people, mostly because, like, it, you talk about the District of Columbia, it's just mainly a city. And you know New York City has, what, at least 2 million people in it. You know, you can't hold a lot of people in a small area. But still, I think there's a lot more logistics to it, whether or yeah, not it comes to Yeah, I think state. it's difficult. And plus the 51st state, it seems like 50 is a good number to, to stop on. I don't think that's a good reason to... I, I know, but it seems like a nostalgia-like thing. I think thing. it just depends on, like, how we want... I feel like we viewed D.C. as a state, like, just, like, the way that things have gone mm-hmm. as opposed to like a capital city yeah which it really is more of a capital city but it kind of has its own like administrative thing going on so i don't know i think it just depends on like what the nation how we view it i feel like people who live there probably see it as more of a city but like outsiders would probably view it as like a state yeah because it, it i mean and i just think it it comes down to like legal and like like jurisdiction stuff like would they do they want to keep their own like like way of doing things? Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think which I don't think it's that different. I think it, it basically has like similar jurisdiction as like a city would. Mm-hmm. I think from what I remember, and now it's coming back, coming back to me towards the end of the video that I think the, I think the main reason why it's such a hot topic because you know when it comes to the Senate. It's like back and forth, right? The, the the Democrats hold it, the Republicans hold it. If DC were to become a state in which they would have two senators, then they would shift the balance of power towards the Democrats. The fact that they're very liberal in DC, so I think it has to do with more so like a political sense, if I remember correctly. The the fact that you know that makes like, sense too. The fact that what Republicans are like, we don't we don't need two more Democratic senators, and obviously the Democrats are, are like, if we could shift it from like. I forget, maybe it's 50-50 right now with the tie being the vice president, to which then if you had two more, then if any if anybody, you know, like goes astray and maybe votes conservative on a bill, then they still have at least two more senators to uh, to, to, to back them and have a little bit, I guess, insurance if something were to go awry on a bill. So I think it's a little bit more political, but still, I mean, like the people there, at least from, from the video said, like they were like, you know, like like protesting, we should be a state, you know, whatever. And and I and I get that, but there, it's more complicated. There's just like than not that. a lot of people who like stay there longer than like ten and that's years. The thing. But I think like logistically, like if you think about it, if DC were to become a state, they would need like a state legislature. Yes. And like they would need like their own capital building, like DC Capitol. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And, like, somewhere to put, like, the state government. And so, like, I don't know. Like, that just seems like a lot of government in one um, And it seems state. like they don't have a lot of space for it. It just, I don't know. It just seems excessive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't live there. So, like, I don't, I shouldn't speak on it. But I don't know. 
I'm it just seems like it's like a lot of like floaters who come in and out of DC. Yeah, and the only reason I bring it up because like this was like I shouldn't say a hot topic, but it was a topic I think what in 2016, and you know like maybe every five years it, it like it comes up. But my last question for you is that like for people that that are going to DC or like more specifically, maybe they want to work in politics, want to work at the Capitol. What's your biggest advice to them of how to succeed or how to go about it? Um, the Capitol kind of runs off of like networking. Mm. So like a lot of interns who were really interested in like working on the Hill, like after graduation, or like maybe they go to school in DC, like working part-time on the Hill, like during school. It's really important to like coffee chat people and like talk to people from other offices and kind of like get your name out there and just like meet people who have who like work on the issue areas that you're interested in so like if i'm interested in like judiciary for example maybe i'll talk to madeline dean's judiciary person because madeline dean is like vice chair Hmm. for um the judiciary committee for example so it's like kind of like making sure you're doing the like coffee chat like networking thing because i feel like that's kind of the most important thing about getting jobs like in dc is like talking to people getting to know people like a lot of the people who were in my congressional office say that they got their jobs because of like previous staffers that they had like met and like talked to or like maintained relations with um because it's like if there's an opening like they're like oh like I remember I met this girl who said she was really interested in doing this thing and like she would fit well here and so like they'll like let you know because there's like always like again like people are like rotating in and out and like people are rotating between offices and like changing positions and like moving up and so you start like as a staff assistant and then like you move up and like then you're like a staffer and then like there's just like like ranks to it but what everyone says that is really important is like coffee chat and like talk to staffers and then like maybe like when they're leaving they'll let you know or like if there's an opening in their office they'll be like oh like this girl will be a good fit well so let me guess it's very important to have a business card like it's just simple easy and just hand this someone i don't think you need a card i feel like that's kind of like like people lose those oh wow i feel like (laughs) i feel i mean like like as an intern like i don't know like i just think it's more important to like if you meet people or like you talk to people like send like follow-up emails and like make sure like they have you in their inbox or like send like a follow-up text message or something like that instead Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with getting like jobs and like business it's like asking people if they like have time to meet with you like is do you have like even if it's zoom like if you're not in town like zoom like coffee chat or like actually go for coffee i think like that makes a big difference on the hill if you're interested in like doing what i did i guess just like find a way to like connect to like the work that your congressperson does or like connect to the district or like kind of show like you have like perspective cuz like really what they're looking for is like new perspectives a lot of the times, like, I mean, every single applicant for the most part is, like, a political science student, and I remember this, the scheduler in my office was previously a staff assistant in another office. She was, like, sometimes, like, I was more intrigued by the people who were, like, musical theater students or, like, bio students, because it's, like, Mm. oh, like, why do you, like, you're bringing a different perspective, and, like, why do you want to bring your perspective to the Hill? So it's kind of, like, finding different ways to, like, set yourself apart and, like, show that you do have a perspective to bring, and, like, you do have, like, something something different about like why you want to like work Mm -hmm. in the or like either like a connection or like maybe you're interested in like policy for like the thing that you study like there's just like a lot of like ways to approach it but I think like networking I can't really speak to lobbying or like Mm -hmm. political consulting or anything like that but I think like it's kind of the same thing a lot of people like leave the they work on the hill for like a year and they meet a lot of cool people and like they take meetings with like different interest groups and then they end up leaving and like going to work for like an interest group or something like that maintaining connections and like just being like a a friendly like face and like someone who you can like 
like someone who <laughs> you're connect- I don't know what I'm trying to say just like maintaining the like making connections and then like maintaining them and then also just like m- making sure that you're clear about the perspective and like the voice that you're bringing to like the hill mm-hmm. when you're applying there is there uh, anything else that you, that you want to add that maybe you, you didn't touch on or- I think politics is something that a lot of people want to get into and like it really like intrigues and fascinates a lot of people so I would say like if anyone is like ever interested in like working in politics like there's so many like local opportunities too like whether it be to work with your like local representatives office there's also like state representatives so like every a lot of people don't know about this either every state has like a legislature and there's like state there's mm-hmm. a state house of representatives so like in Pennsylvania there's like I don't know how many there are like a hundred like it's local state representatives and like they also take interns too and so like those are going to be like super close to home so you could like do that while going to school they also do take interns all year round there's fall spring and summer um and there's like a lot of programs specifically for like like minority groups like there's like a, a congressional intern program that pays well for like people of like latin descent so like kind of like knowing your angle like if you come from a different like a diverse background or like whatever like look into like specific programs for those people who've kind of like already look into specific programs for people with similar identities to you because like there's always going to be people who've like gone through it before Mm. and can kind of like tell you like oh like you should apply to work at like this think tank like that's another thing to like think about like think tanks or like lobbying or like political consulting like there's all these different ways to kind of like get involved in politics and like some of them are small scale and like some of them are like super like large scale but there's like it's kind of like all around and like if you find like I really do love politics and like I want to like work on the hill and like I want to be in like the thick of it then like starting like at the smaller scale like maybe like part-time during school like while you're going to classes and stuff is like a really good place to start before like hitting the hill because there's so many people who are like really like eager and ambitious and they like really want to work on the hill and so like if you just think about like there's only so many offices you kind of like want to make sure you're doing I don't know if that's true. Like, there's just a lot of people who are, like, really eager and, like, excited about politics and, like, who are really excited to work on the Hill. And so, like, kind of making sure you know, like, you're one of those people because those are the people who are going to get the jobs in the offices, like, full-time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely very insightful. I forgot about Harrisburg. I mean, I went to the Capitol, and it actually looked like the, the state capital of Pennsylvania looked like the capital of D.C., you know? Like, the, the architecture there was very beautiful, and I recommend Yeah, and going that's good there. for high schoolers, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, spe- I mean, especially when... You know, that it shows how eager you are. You don't care about how, how young you are. That yeah, this person's hungry. Yeah, they they are definitely going to bring some something on the table. I think the legislative internship is great for a high school student or like a pre freshman college student. But it's just like far. There's far too many college students who are applying to them for like high school students or like pre college students to get them. Mm-hmm. So I think like for high school students, it's like really great to work in like a local congressional office or like a local state representative's office to like get that like exposure early on. Yeah, that's definitely, I, I, that's a good point. I have something else to say. What is that? Everyone thinks like their politicians are like superheroes and like they can just like wave their wand and like fix things. It's like, oh, like there's potholes, like I'm going to call my politician and like she'll be able to fix it. And there's like really just like so many layers to it. Like there was like a closed bridge because of like Amtrak, like train tracks or something. People are like, like, why aren't you like working on this? Like, why isn't your office working on it? And it's like, well, she is like just your your congressperson. Like, 
they're doing their best to like work with like the local regulations and like the county who's already working on it and like Amtrak themselves like this other thing and so like there's just like so much to everything so it's like people have unrealistic expectations of their politicians like even with policies they're like oh I elected a new we elected a new representative like she's gonna go there and she's gonna change everything Mm -hmm. and like the process is just so slow and it's like it's so difficult to like get things passed and like by if you do get things passed it's usually because they've been like maimed and like ripped apart and like really made like quite like mild or like like a milder version of the bill that like they initially intended so I think it's just like be aware that like it's the whole the way that the political process works is very much like there's always going to be a back and forth and so like whatever comes out at the end of that back and forth process is going to be like a lot more mild of a version than it was in the beginning so like when you elect a new like let's say super progressive representative like they may be able to put out their ideas but the result is not going to be like what their initial like extreme idea was so it's like I think both sides need to like be more conscious of that and like Roman Republicans are like oh this is like this is so progressive and so leftist it's like by the time it gets through the process like it's already been like balanced out and like same thing vice versa so that's if it even gets through the process a lot of things just don't make it past the house floor like don't make it past the senate floor so i think like yeah there is no magic wand like there is never going to be like like the change that you want to see is not going to happen as fast as people wish it could happen yeah and i definitely think again it just has to do with they, they don't have a full understanding of, of the process and and that's where you know if you, if you did have that understanding in the background and, and and know a little bit the behind the scenes aspect then they can understand like it's more of like it's almost like a company structure like you put in a request you get to see it, what gets done you know like it can't just be like oh you're a special person just just because you you know like it, it and it is for you it is for your people but like there's there's also many other people that's not just you you know well other than that thank you for coming on today sharing us a little bit about your experience and and hopefully you had a good time here no problem anytime well i mean you know like you it's not like you're not always free you're always doing something seems like and uh now you get to sit now you saw what, what i do you know like did, is it what you expected in terms of like you know like with this and having conversation with people like yeah pretty much actually well and, and now and now you get now you get to understand like this is you know i wouldn't say necessarily important but you know i would definitely say we, we get to we get to handle home a lot of topics and definitely when it comes to this one hopefully people under, understand take advantage of it and if you are working in dc or, or, or going into politics or going to legislation good luck it's uh, nothing in life is easy but when it comes down to it but hopefully all this information uh was intriguing helped you out in some way or maybe gave you a little bit of insight awareness but until then listen to previous episodes we still got plenty more future episodes you should listen to on instagram facebook and twitter and until then i'm double a thank you so much for listening tonight Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.